All right. Do we leave off? What do we leave off? Breach of halacha or the essential quality? Does that ring a bell? Breach of halacha. Okay. Breach of halacha. Short. It is forbidden to relate that someone has been remiss in matters of Jewish observance, be it a transgression prohibited by the Torah, a rabbinical prohibition, or even a breach of custom. Such statements are derogatory by the Torah standards and thus are forbidden. Therefore, it is forbidden to mention an incident in which one of the people involved transgressed halacha, even in a society where that particular halacha is commonly ignored. Okay. Start day two. The essential quality. It is every person's hope and prayer that he or she be healthy, that every organ of the body function as it should. Similarly, it should be every person's hope and yearning that his or her soul, which lives on eternally, be spiritually healthy. It is therefore imperative that one strive throughout his lifetime to faithfully observe all 613 mitzvahs, which provide the components of the soul with eternal life and vitality. Shmiras Halashon is especially crucial to one's spiritual well-being. People who habitually speak Lashon Ara and accept as fact the evil talk of others corrupt their power of speech and hearing on this world, and their souls will surely be affected in a parallel way in the next world. How great will be their shame in the next world? For it will be obvious to all that their deficiencies resulted from the sin of Lashon Ara and their having been the cause of strife on this world. The Torah states, And Hashem God formed man from the dust of the ground, and he blew into his nostrils the soul of life, and man became a living being, from Breshit. Targum Onkelos translates the verse's last phrase as, And man became a speaking spirit. It is the power of speech which defines man's essence and distinguishes him from other creatures. Thus, does scripture state, one who guards his mouth and tongue guards his soul from tribulations. Shmir Salashon is singled out because speech is man's essential quality. Impairment of this power deprives the soul of its essential quality in the next world and is the source of its ultimate tribulation. David, therefore, declares, which man desires life? Who loves days of seeing good? Guard your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. No. Matters by Rabbi Tzvi Nachman. High on Hatzalah. Ari is a volunteer Hatzalah member and must regularly perform emergency medical procedures on Shabbos. These activities are very stressful, and Ari finds that when he has a cigarette containing a special weed, marijuana, mixture on the way to the Hatzalah call, it makes him more alert and generally helps him deal with these stressful situations. Given the pekuach nefesh nature of his job, and putting aside the issue of whether one is permitted to smoke marijuana at all, is Ari permitted to smoke the weed on Shabbos, which involves burning the cigarette in order to improve his performance on the call? That's a doozy. Anybody want to chime in? If it does, it impairs you. Well, okay, but for him, listen, I knew people who who would smoke dope. And they would be up as if they were on, you know, methamphetamine, right? And I smoked marijuana twice in my life, and it knocked me out. I mean, I went to sleep for like five hours, and I was like, oh, who needs that? So the question is, can he but, break Shabbos to, to save a life? He's allowed no, to do everything else. Not. So. He can still save a life. 
but he's Sorry. better at it. No, he thinks he's better. All right. Here's the discussion. <laughs> the Gemara and Yoma relates a story of how a group of Tanaim were walking on the road, and the question was posed, from where is it derived that saving a life overrides keeping Shabbos? A variety of answers were given, but all of them were refuted, except for the answer given in the, in the name of Shmuel, who was not with the Tanaim, but answered the question many years later. His answer was, you shall live by them, the mitzvahs, and you shall not die by them. In refuting the answer of Rabbi Ishmael, one of the other Tanaim who offered an answer, the Gemara points out that one may be mechalel, maybe you may desecrate the Shabbos, to save lives, even if there is uncertainty as to whether a life is in danger. The Rambam vehemently rules that one may not even hesitate to ask a question before acting on Shabbos to save a life. The act of Chilul Shabbos does not have to be integral to the act of saving. For example, the Rambam rules, in particular, that we are permitted to light a lamp for a woman in labor, even if she is blind, because it helps put the woman's mind at ease. In addition, one is allowed to call for a midwife to travel from a distance in order to assist a woman giving birth. However, there is also a ruling that if a sick person needs two dried figs, and we only find two dried figs on two stems, and three dried figs on one stem, we are required to cut the stem that has the three dried figs, since that would result in only one act, of Chilul Shabbos. Accordingly, we see that where possible, we try to minimize Chilul Shabbos, even in instances where one is generally permitted to be Mechalel Shabbos. Conclusion. From a review of Halacha, it appears that as a general rule, one may do any act of Chilul Shabbos to save a Jewish person who is in danger, so long as such act will benefit the person being helped. On the other hand, we see that where it is possible to minimize the acts of Chilul Shabbos, one is required to do so, as we see from the Halacha of the dried figs. Given the above, and even if one would take the position that Ari smoking has a sufficient nexus to be categorized as helping the person in danger, since there are alternatives to smoking, such as taking marijuana by pill or capsules, drinking cannabis-infused mixtures, and or using patches that do not require Chalil Shabbos, Ari should, at best, use one of those alternatives. Addendum. One of the issues arising from the discussion above is at what point do we say that the nexus between Chalil Shabbos and the saving of the life is too far removed? Clearly, if there is approximate need for the rescuer to do so, the halacha would support that. But as the malacha and actual rescue activity becomes attenuated, there is obviously a point that the malacha would not be permitted to be performed. How should that test be applied? Can we come up with an objective standard? There's a, there's a technical problem as well. Yeah. You, as that kind of a worker, are subject to random drug testing. You cannot test positive for marijuana and have that kind of job. That's that still, that's still, that's right. <laughs> even with the legality of marijuana now? Cannot have it in your mind. Okay, go ahead.